When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Armchair GM Podcast being brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Dylan and Chris, we're going to break down the forwards for the Flames core. Let's get after it. Well, Chris, how do you feel about uh, the, the forwards we've got this year? It's a much different look. I'm personally pretty excited, but how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, obviously, you know, we, we lost uh, two guys on our top line. There was a lot of doom and gloom for, uh, you know, the first, weeks. You know, first couple of weeks of free agency. It was um, not a good feeling. It certainly <laughs> wasn't. And then, uh, you know, Brad Brad pulled off that amazing trade uh Sending uh, Kachuk elsewhere, bringing in uh, Hubudo and, and Uyghur, uh plus a first that ultimately ended up um, being part of the uh, Kadri situation. Um, yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about our forward car. I'm not going to lie. Um, we've made some nice additions or or lateral moves. I'll say for for the uh, top couple of lines with uh, with Kadri and Huberdo. Um, you know, I'm. I'm I've been saying it for a few weeks now. I truly believe that Huberdo is a slightly better version of Johnny just because he's a, he's a better 200 foot player um, with, with amazing uh, setup skill and, and just ability to drive a play. So I'm excited about that. I'm really excited to watch how uh, him and Lindholm and I guess whoever they decide to put on the uh, first line with them. I'm excited to yeah, see what too. happens with them. Um. And and as far as Huberto is concerned, for me, one thing I'm really excited to see with him is, um, you know, if, if you look at what Sutter was able to do with Goudreau last year and actually take him from a borderline defensive liability and kind of teach him how to become this, you know, actually really really good two-way forward i think i think Gaudreau was last year obviously yeah. not so good at using his body but that's one thing i'm really excited with huber though is if if um stutter can bring huber in and kind of make him into what he made Gaudreau into last year mm-hmm. man i think the upside in the two-way game of huber is better simply because of the size and because he's more willing to get in the corners. Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the things that, that uh, Johnny did step up his game with last year was that ability to come back and, and forecheck and, and uh, you know, break up plays, which was nice. And, and it's funny, you mentioned you didn't really use his body, but there were a number of plays where he came in. It wasn't exactly hitting guys, but he would just kind Angling. of drop his, yeah, drop his shoulder a little bit and get in and steal the puck and move away. Um, so I'm 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 excited to see what a what a Sutter led Huberdeau looks like because I I truly think that uh, he, he's 
he has all the right tools and, and can be set up for some great success on that top line. I agree. Uh, signed long-term, obviously this year, he's only making just under um, $6 million, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, kind of signed a somewhat controversial contract. A lot of people think it's not going to be great at the end, but some people think it might age. Okay. But only time will tell, but I yeah. think we've got a, a good, good one in Huberto um, for at least the next five, six years before it starts going down. Yeah. Um, moving on, Manjipani. Manjipani. And uh, you know what? <clears throat> you you know my thought on the player. I You know, I, I like, and I can't say I like, I love his drive, his give a shit meter. I love the fact that he really, really fights hard every single game. Um, I've always had an issue just, you know, with, with his, with his size and his inability to a stay on his feet um, and b go into a corner and, and, and come out with the puck. He does not drive a play. So he's going to need to play with somebody that can set him up. Cause if somebody can set him up, he's got some pretty lethal scoring ability. So I'll give him that. Um, that being said at, you know, at, at, at 5.8 for another three years that he just signed, I'm not super happy about it, but you know, at least we got three years out of him. We don't have to sit and sit through any more of his contract holdouts uh, every year or two years. Yeah. You know, um, one, one bonus, I guess. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. So it's something we don't have to worry about. And, and he's still young. Like in my opinion, like you and I share the same opinion as far as, you know, the guy can't stay on his goddamn feet, but as far as I'm concerned, I, I kind of shat on the contract when it when it started, like yeah. when it first got signed, um, because I do think he's more of a four point five to five million dollar player. Yeah. Um, but he does have an upside, and I and if he starts passing a little bit more, and if he had puts on a you know a few pounds worth of worth of muscle weight or whatever I, I think maybe his center of gravity can improve and um there's an upside and i'm you know i'm i think that expecting him to score 35 goals is ridiculous yeah. i think he's probably gonna level out to a consistent 20 to 25 goal score which is perfect for a second line yeah well exactly you know I mean? I no Se- problem with that on a second line yeah second you know, potentially, you know, second, third line, that's where I've always kind of slotted him in. Um, obviously, he had his career year in goals, uh, which he achieved, I, mean, I don't know, about 85% of those goals in the first month and a half to two months of the season. And then once December hit, um, pretty much fell off the face of the earth as far as production. Um, so I'm obviously looking for a little more consistent uh, season coming from Andrew this year. Me as well. Um Let's move on to Elias Lindholm. This guy has just continuously got better and better every year. He's on probably one of the best bang for your buck contracts uh, that that isn't a you know a, a league minimum contract in the entire league, um, and still for two more years. Um, what's he at? He's at uh, 4.85. Yeah. And that is your first line center, your you know, selkie runner up. I yeah. cannot say enough good things about his the way he drives the game um, up and down, you know, both ends of the ice, in the middle of the ice, everywhere. Yeah. 
and um, yeah, I I love Lindholm, man. Elias Lindholm being the he has six players making more than him in the uh, forward category for the Flames, um, which is ridiculous because he's <laughs> yeah, wow, made, right? like yeah, like maybe Huberto is better, but a, a different, right? That's right, hundred percent different. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I'm, I'm no no slight against Huberto at all. I, I think Huberto is a great player, and and I'm really excited to watch him. But I mean, Lindholm brings so much to the to the team. He really does between his 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 abilities in in the in the forward zone, his abilities in the defensive zone, his abilities on the power play, his abilities on the penalty kill. Like he's just an all around great player. He um, is. How he doesn't have a key to the city is beyond me at this stage. Yeah, he is between above average and elite at at all every of those aspect of the game, except yeah. for maybe hitting. Sure, sure. Oh well, I'm, I'm right. I mean, <laughs> he he still doesn't shy away from hitting either, though, right? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. So, I mean, he'll play so. physical. He's just not super great at it. Which, yeah, which is fine. You know, he's our number number one center. I don't necessarily need him to be the uh, knock knocking guys over in the boards or behind the net. I don't I don't need that from him because he brings everything else to the game. Exactly. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Um, moving on, let's talk about another selkie candidate we have on our team. Obviously, not quite as gifted offensively, but one of the best defensive forwards in the entire league. In my in my opinion. Uh, Mr. Michael Backlund, longest tenured Calgary Flame. I, I hear he uh, he's a bum and should be traded, I don't know, I'm going to say a thousand times through every season over the last ten years. Yeah, right, right up until he starts up with his second half scoring because people can't fucking understand that right. scoring is not all there is to the game. <laughs> yeah, and, and or, or when, he, when he's playing against the other team's first and second lines and keeps them off the score sheet like those get like, started on the on the uh defensive side of the puck all like yeah. all the time yeah um yeah again, exactly it comes over makes, the boards when the when the draws in our end um and then all of a sudden it's in their end like like he, he's just he's a smart smart player obviously he didn't turn into the elite um point getter that we I guess that Daryl Sutter thought he would be when he drafted him. Yeah. But you know what? I, I've got nothing but respect for Michael. I've always been a defender of his always. Yeah. And, and you know that we've known each other for a few years and we've talked about this many times. Yeah. I mean, you'd like him to be able to become, you know, second half backs during the first half of the season, um, as far as scoring is concerned, but that's not real. Like his role on the team isn't, to score 60, 70, 80 points. His, his role on this team to me is to get, you know, 30 to 40 points, maybe a little bit more and uh, shut down. Like he's one of the only players in the league that can shut down Connor McDavid. Nobody ever shuts down Connor McDavid all the time, but he's one of the only players in the league that can. Um, and has on several occasions, again, not all the time, but several occasions. Um yeah, agreed. And and you know, he's he's 33 years old. Um he's been around the step. league. 
yeah, obviously he's losing a bit of a step. He's been around the league a long time. He makes very smart plays. He, he effectively, you know, right now is only kind of losing his second line um, position yeah. because we signed what will likely be the second line position, right? Yeah, so I, most I likely. Mean, if, if it wasn't for assigning Kadri, I, I honestly think that Bax would have started the season on the second line where, where well, they would effective. First of all, there'd be nobody else. And True. to me, the only thing that's changing here is our shutdown line is going from the second line to the third line. Mm-hmm. They're the same role. They're just moving down the line, which is perfectly fine with me. It's perfectly fine with me too. And I'm actually kind of excited to see um, if being on, on the third line and, and not playing against, you know, so many elite players, you know, let's see what kind of point production we can get out of Backlund this year. I think he's still going to play against all those elite players. I think he's just going to open up more, you know, more space for guys like, mm-hmm. you know, Mangiapane and Kadri, mm-hmm. who are likely going to be second liners or maybe Toffoli and, you know, whoever, they're going to get less defensive starts because Backlund and probably Coleman and mm-hmm. somebody, yeah, who knows who, maybe Dubé, who knows, is going to be on that third line getting less minutes, less offensive minutes, but yeah. letting the more offensively skilled players play more offense, which is which is good, which is what you want your shutdown unit to do. Um, speaking of Kadri, uh, yeah. we have a whole episode we did on Kadri. Um, should be up on Spotify and Apple Music and on, um, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts and up on uh, YouTube as well. So yeah. check us out there. And while you're there, make sure to hit the subscribe button and uh, – let us know your thoughts. Yeah, give us a follow. Give us a download. Let's uh, let's let's keep going with everything. Flames from uh, the Armchair GM podcast. Yeah. So we'll just do a quick little one on Kadri, even though we did a whole uh, episode on him. Um, not gonna replace what Kachuk brings or brought. Yep. Um, he plays a different position. He's not. You know, he's gotten eighty points once in his career but before then he's been 50 you know 45 to to 60 points ish i believe mm-hmm. um which is nothing to shrug at but i think a lot of people are expecting him to be a lot more offensive than he is but i'm excited because he brings the grit that kachuk brought but he also brings speed, which Kachuk didn't. So he, we're kind of getting more speed and losing a little bit of offense. Yeah, losing a bit, a little bit of that, that that young skill that 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 Kachuk had. Um, but you know, we're we're kind of doing a lateral move on the on the grit and the the tenacious plays in front of the net. I suspect yeah. uh, Nazem's going to play a pretty key role in. In just getting in the in the opposing goalie's face and and just kind of doing what he does. He's 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 a dynamic player. He, he always has the limelight around him. Um, you know whether it's because he just got himself into some shit during a game, uh, whether he's calling out teammates or 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 
other teams' players. He, you know, he loves being in the spotlight. And, and I, you know what, at first when people were talking about Kadri to Calgary, it's like, hell no, just based on everything I've seen from him in the past. But it's, it's truly one of those situations where you hate him when you play against him. You love him when, when he's on your team. And, and I fully expect uh, Nazem to really embrace the Sutter style and, and really, really have a, a, you know, not necessarily a career year, but I, I think he's going to be pretty darn close to what he was last year as far as point production. I, I would be expecting around 60-ish probably from him. Sure. I don't think he's going to be at the low end of what his, um, you know, what his career has been, but I, I don't think that yeah. expecting him to get 20 more than he usually gets is very, you know, <laughs> it's it's not it's not out Very of line good. i don't think right i think he'll i think he'll be in in that in that bracket which, between 60 and 80 i think yeah between 60 and 72 well you know? i mean i i think he'll probably yeah maybe 60 and 70 i'd be okay right. with saying but anyways um and, and and when you look at the person that he'll he's potentially replacing on on the line right that's that's again a a 20 point increase. Yeah. So, you know, that's, it's, it's, it has, it has pretty good potential. I'm excited. It does have good potential. Um, again, contract a little bit too long for my liking, but, mm-hmm. but you gotta, that's what you gotta do to get people to, to sign pretty much anywhere. Um, and apparently even more so in Calgary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's, who should we talk about next? Let's go um, with um let's go to the bottom of the list. Not that he should be called bottom, but let's talk about Trevor Lewis. Trevor Lewis. Bottom of the list, my ass. Yeah. He he was, in my opinion, one of our best three forwards for the entire playoffs last year. I couldn't agree more. He uh, you know, I'm not gonna put him above that, but I mean, what more could you ask from the kid? Like I mean, he's 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 here in Calgary for eight hundred thousand. I think it is right. Yeah, he's got eight hundred yeah. left or eight hundred on just this year, and then he's yeah. a UFA again. Yeah, but he's thirty five years old, and and he's taken you know next to league minimum basically to yeah. play a, a fourth line slash press box role. Um, and I think he struggled when he first got here at the beginning of last year, yeah. a little bit, and then and then as the year kind of rolled on he remembered what a daryl Sutter system is like well that's right and... he had five years away from daryl right so yeah so then he had to get acclimatized to i guess a calgary and b daryl and and i mean and i the second half and we call him second half lewis i guess right he can he can write the coattails of uh, backland on that name yeah because and uh, you know what honestly he plays a very similar game to backland he's just he, he's slower and he's he's i guess a couple years older but He's uh he plays a pretty similar game as far as the two way, um, well not even two way just defensive, uh prowess. Yeah, the word word I'm looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Like he's he's going to be almost thirty six when the season starts. Yeah. Um, but he's he's been he's just known as that that grinder, right? Yeah. You know, like his his career year for points was was twenty six. 
So obviously he's not here for getting points. He's here for making uh, the other team's lives miserable. You know, and, and he and- did a pretty damn good job of that. I, I thought he was actually very, very good in that um, Dallas series. Absolutely. And I thought he was actually, if I rewind a little bit, even before the Dallas series, I think the last couple weeks of the season, he was one of our best forwards for the last couple weeks of the season too. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he just got into playoff mode, right? Yeah. And that's, and that's just, that's, that's the veteran, right? He knows that, you know, in, in mid April, it's time to get, get going. It's time to get ready mm-hmm. to, to get into that mode. And, and that's what he did. All right. Um, let's talk about another guy who had some time away from Daryl and it definitely showed <laughs> in uh, Tyler Toffoli. Tyler Toffoli, right? The, the big acquisition from last year. You know, he came in in his first, what, five games, was high-flying, high-action, you know, points on the board, and then plateaued. Not he saying didn't that even plateau. He, he, he just fell he, off. I guess he plateaued, and then he just, like, stepped off a cliff and yeah. Yeah, failed have, to show up for the rest of the season. Yeah, including playoffs. And, yeah. I mean, obviously, we expect a hell of a lot more from him this year. I sure hope he can find that extra level. I mean, he, he's 30. I think he's got it in him. I, I, I don't, I think that was an outlier of a season. You got to remember too. He had just finished coming or, you know, he just came off of a Stanley cup finals run. Yeah. And imagine being on that team. Imagine being on that Canadians team where you're go on this magical run and you're, in the finals and then you come in the next year and the team sucks so bad. And yeah. you know, your best defenseman's out for the rest of his career. And it's looking like your best, you know, your number one goalie, who's arguably one of the best goalies in the world is out for the entire, looks like the rest of his career possibly. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Cause he's not coming back next season yeah. either. That's, that so sucks. The mental grind of, of, going from the high to the low like that has got to be rough, yeah. man. Yeah, so I, I do think that he's got it in him to come back uh, this year, especially after remembering how to uh, please Mr. Sutter. <laughs> um, true. True. And, and I'm sure, I'm sure that uh, him and Daryl have, have spoken uh, a yeah. number of times about, you know, ages, how, how he finished the last half of the, of his time here. And, and and what's what it's gonna take for him to move forward, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's out of. Uh, sorry, people are saying that he's potentially gonna be on that top line, but you know, it's it's gonna be up to him, right? You know, we're yep. gonna we're gonna need a little more speed from him. We're gonna need a little bit more playmaking ability from him, and and scoring. Like, period. Like, I think a, that's one thing that kind of didn't help with Toffoli for most of the time he was here. He's a guy, he, he's kind of like peak Sean Monaghan, except right. not a center. Yeah, yeah. In the fact that he's not the most fast guy out there. Um, I think he's a little bit better defensively than, than peak Sean Monaghan. But he's really good at finding a soft spot and receiving a pass. Yeah, And he wasn't playing with anybody who can pass That's- like that. 
right? That's true. That's true. And and he does have really good ability to drive a net as well. But yeah. Um, but you're right. He 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 needs a setup guy. Um, obviously Huberdo would be that guy. Um yeah. Because I mean, I mean, who was he playing most of his time with? Bax and Coleman, which you know, Coleman is fast as all hell and and but not really, you know, he's not a setup guy at all. No, he's you know? we we have like Coleman is what I'd like Mangiapani to become as mm-hmm. you know maybe we can move on to, to Coleman here. Um but yeah I agree with you about about Tafoli. He's he needs to show a little bit more than he showed last year. 100%. Um and yeah, Blake Coleman. Blake he's Coleman. Mangiapani, but he stays on his feet. He's Mangiapani and he stays on his feet. And uh, just in a minute or so, we're going to have ourselves a conversation about Blake. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers risk-free bets for up to $1,000. Yeah, that's right. You heard me right. Make your first bet for up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Here at Armchair GM Podcast, Dylan and I are always looking for ways to get into the action, whether it be with hockey, football, baseball, MMA, golf. It doesn't matter. Any sport is uh, good for us. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Dylan. Yes, sir. What do you think about uh, Mr. Blake Coleman? So I've been a huge fan of, of Coleman since he was in... Uh, New Jersey. He was a target of mine back when um, a few years back there when we had been looking for that winger for um, Monaghan and Gaudreau, but at the same time looking back at that time, I, I don't think you know, he. I don't think he's a first line player, so I don't think that would have worked out very well, but I've he's kind of been a target of mine for a long time and I was so happy that we got him. Oh, just under five million dollars might be a little bit steep, but he wanted to be in Calgary. It yeah. it really truly seemed like he wanted to be in Calgary. And that's something that we don't see a lot. Um yeah, he he, he truly seems excited to be here. If you look at his his integra- Instagram posts and his uh and his social media, like he seems exceptionally happy to be in Calgary. Um, Exactly. Calgary is very close to um, same type of lifestyle, if you will, from his hometown in Texas. And, you know, we're all, we're all, what what, what do they, what do they call us? We're all just shoot them up cowboys, you know, living by the mountains, (laughs) all that shit. (laughs) Okay then. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I think he, he loves it here. I mean, right. And he's got what four, five more years on his on his uh, deal at uh, four point nine, which, you know, as a second line player, four point nine is is not that hard to swallow. No, I don't think so either. Um, 
again, I think that uh, he kind of is who I'd like Mangiapani to become. I think Mangiapani has more of an offensive upside, but Coleman very much does the same kind of things that Mangiapani does where he doesn't give up on the puck, but he's actually better at coming away with it. Whereas Mangiapani doesn't give up. He's just not very good at the finishing part of not giving up. If yeah. you know what I mean. Well, yeah. I mean, the extra five years of life in, in the league will will give that to a guy, right? I mean, Blake is 30 years old. He's been around. He's he's a he's a veteran, and he, he knows what it takes to... Yeah, his to, career started late, though. He's He was one of those late bloomers. Yeah, that's true. So he doesn't have a whole lot of, of miles on his body, you know, except for the... I suppose the... All, uh, all the cup Stanley runs. Cups. Yeah, I mean, all the cup runs. And yeah, he's got a lot of games, right? Yeah, but not a lot of years. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge Blake Coleman fan. Um, yeah. As am I. Yeah, as am I. Um, I, I, it, I. It was in 2022. <laughs> 2022, it was in. Holy. Yeah. <laughs> we we can we can live in the present and still talk about it was in. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like the fact that we can talk about it twice. I know, right? <laughs> God damn it. Screw you, Gary Bettman. Oh, I don't buy the Bettman bullshit. I don't either, but that's fine. <laughs> it's it's fun to, to shoot the shit about. Yeah. Um, How about some fucking Milan Lucic talk? How about Mr. 17, the Luch? How, how about, about him? Five hole galore. You know, how about the sand people? Right? Meme? 100%. Gift. The gift, yeah. you know, like, I I don't give a shit what people say about Milan. Is he slow? Yes. That's Does it. he make a little bit too much? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Does he bring exactly what we needed when we traded for him? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Did... Um, is nobody Ed, is, ever expected them to come in and score. Nobody ever expected them to come in and be a yeah. speedy guy. Everybody expected them to how, come in, make a many, couple of big hits, and punch some faces. And that's what he does, and that's what we love him for. 100%. How many times last year did I say, holy shit, look at how fast he is coming across the <laughs> across on, on the wing there, across the boards. It was just unbelievable. Watching Every once in a while, it's like he gets that look in his eye, and he... Yeah forgets that he's 34 and yeah. he forgets that he's a fucking giant and he just skates like he like full yeah. bore like he's looking at ryan miller right in the fucking eyes right <laughs> freight train coming in yeah but i mean i'll tell you what i mean his leadership that he that he, and he, that he brings to the team is second to none i don't think right? that can be overstated honestly i i honestly don't either um his, if you look at Gaudreau last year, skating around with confidence, there's two reasons for that. One, number one, his coach uh, was giving him some brilliant direction. Number two, he knows that if somebody goes after him, number 17 is coming after them. Or and 44. He, or 44, 100%. Yeah. 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 Um, but I mean. Like, Which is probably why he's in Columbus. Anyways. That's right. <laughs> but I mean, at, at this moment right now, there's one, maybe two guys that could possibly give give uh, Milan a run for his money uh, at a fight, and I honestly think he would come out ahead against both. 
Reeves and um um what's what's your favorite guy in Washington? Wilson. Wilson, yeah. <laughs> Wilson okay. can Wilson can throw. Um I don't Wilson think he... can throw, but Wilson's got the he's actually like really underratedly skilled. Oh yeah. No, I, I much prefer him as a hockey player. Because yeah. he is actually very good at playing the game. It's too bad yeah. he pulls some of his shit sometimes, but absolutely. But no, I mean I don't even think Wilson's uh Lucic, you know, level um uh heavyweight. I, I think Wilson can fight with some of the best of them, but I think like Lucic and and Reeves kind of stand on their own. That's right, hundred percent. The two but, but if you look, there's there's a, a a Wilson and Reeves rivalry. So Wilson believes he's at that level, and so he'll give it a whirl. Yeah. I mean, he'll which, lose, which is great to watch. Yeah, he'll lose, and it's whatever. But yeah, you know, but you know, you're right. It's it's Reeves and, and Luch at this moment in time. Not that they're going to see each other um, a, a bunch, but you know what? When it comes to the Battle of Alberta, it's good to have a Milan in your corner. It is, especially you know? when he used to play there. <laughs> That's right, and especially now that fucking Asian is gone. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm looking forward to it. Um, other than skate circles around three quarters of our guys. No, Anyways, don't, don't be silly. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Mr. Dylan Dubé. I was just about to say, I can't believe you waited this long to talk about the player over your right shoulder. Right there. That guy. Yeah. That guy. Mr. Uh, Mr. Third Line. Yeah, I feel like if we don't get a, a top line winger in the trade, I feel mm-hmm. like this is going to be Dylan Dubé's uh, season to break out and go, you know, <laughs> earn more ice time. I'm not going to say he's going to be a first line winger because that's just ridiculous. For Calgary? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. I don't think he's going anywhere. I know. That's. Um, I know you don't really like him on the team, but I think he's really not that far off from being. No, like he's, he's getting you know, 18 goals last season. Like that's not nothing. He's, I think he's not that far off from being a 25 goal uh, winger and he's got speed, which we don't have very much of in the lineup anymore. He does Um, have speed. You know, I guess I I hear about his amazing speed all the time, but I also see him not being able to catch up to the play very often. Um, But that, that is one of the big things that I hear about Dylan Dubé every single year from many people about his amazing speed, but I find that he can't get back for Fort check. And I find that he's catching up to the play going, going into the opposing. I think he needs to learn when that he needs to use it more than just when he's got the puck. Right. Cause that's when he's fast. Yeah. He's he fucking, he's to... lazy is, is what I'm saying. Like he, if he's not involved in an actual play, he has zero effort in him. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I think he's probably not. I don't think zero effort is fair to say. I think he could probably put more effort in, but I, I think right. Yeah, saying you're right. Yeah, zero effort uh, is what's probably his name, a bit Kostitsin, much. Just skating to the bench. 
right. is kind of fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're right. I'll give him. I'll give him fifteen percent. <laughs> All righty then. Not a not a mark yeah. more. Yeah, I do think that you know an eighteen goal third liner for two point three mil for another couple of years is absolutely yep. fucking fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's serviceable in that position. Um, yeah, but like like I've been saying for three seasons now, um, third line is is his is his ceiling in in my opinion. Um, especially if we start getting more players, you know, um, as as the team moves forward, I just I find it difficult to believe that he's going to outperform other people. But I mean, once again, I obviously hope he does. We'll see. Fair enough. So we don't agree on every player. <laughs> I don't think he's he's got first line potential. I no. think he's got second line potential, and I think he could reach that as early as halfway through this year or or early next year. But I think that he's got that potential. Okay. But not first line potential. So who who on the second line is he going to take over? Well, we don't have any. Like maybe Toffoli, like Toffoli. What is he going to be a first line winger or a second line winger? And then who else do we have? Coleman, but Coleman's going to probably play with Backlund on the third line. Yeah, it's true. We don't really have anybody else. Actually, like, you know what? I I wouldn't mind a, a Backlund, Coleman, and and Dubé third line. I don't think it would be a bad line. I don't think so either. That that would be. You know, some pretty decent speed on the wing. Right on both take sides. It. Right? Um Kevin Rooney. Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> He's somehow managed to be making fucking five hundred thousand dollars more than he needs to be. Well but I think he... that was in the conversation earlier. I'm like, he's he's a perfect league minimum player yeah but he's making 1.3 million for some reason i don't know why he's not damn it <laughs> again it's hard to complain about a 1.3 million dollar player on a yeah on a on a nhl roster but uh we have him for two the years the way i look place. at him is he's taking the spot of an adam Rosiska or taking the spot of somebody who That's... could you know what i mean like yeah I wouldn't mind him being more of a um, a press box guy who comes in like a like a Derek Ryan type of guy who plays, mm-hmm. oh, fifty games or whatever, and sits for a few games, and then somebody else comes in from the minors for the rest of the for the rest of those games or or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. But I think right now he's slotted like we don't have. I mean, we have what Peltier and uh, like Rosiska is not even fucking signed. Like, we don't have anybody else for the fourth line center. Dubé, no. maybe I guess. I mean, I I don't. I'm not worried about Adam not signing before the season starts. But me neither. But why hasn't he? It's that that to me is a weird one. I think that I honestly thought that's one of the quick and easy ones that Brad could have gotten done in between, you know, the big deals, but. Um, like I'm, I'm not worried about it. But when you, when I, I feel like he might be upset that 
I mean, this is just me spitballing. I feel like he might be upset that, you know, the Roonies got got signed and, you know, he spent half the season, you know, he played the, what, how many games did he play last year? Like 30 or something? Who's that? Ruzika? Ruzika. Um, yeah. Did he, I don't think he played that many. Uh, I am not exactly positive, but I can check that. Anyways, he played, um, no, he played quite a few games last year. And, um, yeah, he played 28, 28 games, 10 points, five but then goals, five we assists. brought players in to take the spot that he, you know, yeah, he so didn't he, play that much in the playoffs and he kind of sat, sat around for a yeah. large portion of the year and then got sent back down to Stockton for their, for their run, which is fine. Yeah. But I feel like he is an NHL ready player and he's kind of getting the Calgary Flames treatment where he's, getting thrown back down to the minors or sat in the press box when the Kevin Rooney's of the, of the world should be sitting in the press box. hundred percent. You got, you know, Kevin Rooney with 45 total points in his career, 12 of which came from last year after six to one games. So he more than doubled the, the uh, game total of Adam and, and got a whopping two additional points, right? One more goal and one more assist. So I, I mean, if if that is what what Adam is pissed about as far as not signing yet, I get it. You know, um, Sutter came out last year and said he didn't want to have Adam on the on the fourth line because he thought it'd be a waste of his talent and his time. But I would but much so rather is sitting him, him on the press box. Exactly, I would much rather him playing fourth line than watching games. You know, yeah. At, at I, and again, I don't want him on the fourth line either. I, don't I want him on the third line. I want him. You no. Know, Maybe he, I mean, he's a natural center. I guess he plays right wing sometimes, but I wouldn't even mind, like, if he has a strong camp, if we sign him, like, I wouldn't mind seeing him given a chance on that second line right wing with a, we were talking about with, uh, yeah. you know, Dubé, you know, healthy competition between him and Dubé or, or something like that for that second or third line spot yeah and he's young right he's 23 years old so he's yep. like he's ready to be developed let's get him into into nhl minutes you yeah. know whether whether it be you know obviously eight minutes to nine minutes a game is not great but if we can get him into 82 games at that and then next year then we start looking at really boosting his uh his numbers up and, and really giving him you know, the, the opportunity to shine, right? Yeah. You know, when he's 20, 24, 25, and then he becomes, you know, in that category, because I, you know, based on, on what I've seen of him from his younger years, I mean, I, I want to see him on the second line. I want to see him be in our second line center. I think, how would you like a, um, a lineup look of, um, Huber though, Kadri and Lindholm. Like I know Lindholm's such a good center, but I also like personally I'm a fan of having um two guys that can win faceoffs on on the same yeah. line. I am and too. I also like just having those three guys on the same line. I think that brings though a similar look as the first line last year with a little bit less 
you know, yeah. maybe offensive upside, but I think, uh, you know, Elias, uh, I mean, did, th- did this is well. obviously saying if Ruziska is ready for a second line center role, right? I, which he is not right now. He's yeah. not yet. He's no. absolutely not ready for that right now, yeah. but, um, you know, Elias did really well playing the wing with, with Johnny and, and, uh, and Monaghan, um, obviously not not the same numbers as he was putting in last year in the M4. I get that. Um, I personally would rather have Kadri on the wing than Elias because I think he's a better in the front presence and and shifty in the way he moves. But um, I I I mean for this year I think it has to go uh, Lindholm and then Kadri line one and two. Personally, fair enough. I'm. I mean, I'm not going to argue it. I, I'm easy either way as long as the the chemistry's there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which like, obviously, I, is I would take be. A, I'd be okay with with doing that with Kadri moving him up if we had a true second. I mean, we could put Backlund back into second and put. Uh, but then Lusica that ruins the whole, the whole uh, depth thing that we were talking about. Totally. Um. But yeah, I think that that's a look you can have, or, or even even if you know there's some struggling going on offensively, mm-hmm. or if the first line needs needs a little grit or something like that, you can yeah. move that up and and give that a try, right? Yeah, totally. Um, I I think I think um, throwing Adam into that second line after you know playing a career of 31 NHL games, which that's is not really, it's not fair for for no. him. Right. But I think that if you throw him into a, you know, maybe Rooney's spot for a little bit and let him work his way up, yeah. that's how young guys end up getting, you know, becoming revelation second line centers in yeah. their in their rookie years or in their second year, right? Hundred percent. Um, you know, I bet three quarters of the hockey fans or even more have never even heard of his, you know, Rizuska's name. Right. Um, Well, and and rightfully so. Right. Because I mean, I mean, it's, you know, last, not last year, but the year before he played, you know, three whole games where, you know, this last season played 28 games, obviously us as flames fans, we get to see a lot more of him, you know, with with Stockton and, and things like that. So we get it, but yeah, I mean, I, I expect big things, but he's he's not there yet, but he will be. Yeah, I think he's got um, a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. I think he's currently probably our best forward um, prospect. prospect. And I yeah. think he's close, uh, pretty closely followed by Jacob Pelche. Yeah. But uh, I know you're not a huge fan of his Peltier's size and you think he's going to get manhandled but I do he's um, he's still 21 years old right yeah he's got you know, time to grow he needs to grow he needs to I mean I get what he's doing in the NH or AHL and it's great but he's he needs to develop he needs to he needs to get into man size you know what yeah. I mean like he's 21 years old you know he's already he's fighting the the size as it is even in the AHL he's doing well at it but I mean, NHL is a different is a different aspect. There's, I believe, there's just no way that he's going to be ready. I mean, if he comes into training camp and 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 does preseason like a champ, great, good on him. If he steals a position from one of these guys, 
perfect. Yeah, but, I don't think either of those guys should be given a spot. I think they both need to come into camp and outwork. Hundred percent. Take, take Lewis spot. and and Rooney and and whoever else. Um, yeah. Right now, one of like the way that our rosters comprised, you know, right now one of them is likely going to have to play because we don't have twelve other forwards. It's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we, there's there's a lot of talk that Brad's looking for one more one more deal to be had. Whether he yeah. can pull it off, who knows? Um, you know, we're getting we're getting into what are we? Like three weeks, two weeks, three weeks before, uh, you know, before they start training camp, and yeah. So I mean, it's we'll we'll see what Brad's able to do. Obviously, he's he's done a pretty incredible job with uh, with with the with the seven four that he was dealt at, at the beginning of free agency. Um, yeah. For whatever reason, he was just handed a, a full house and uh, went all in, and and we're loving it. You know, as it is right now, one more piece would be really nice, but. You know, if we roll into the season with what we have right now, with a with Adam given a chance to to make the roster and Jacob with a chance to make the roster, I'm not I'm not upset about that at all. Yeah, me neither. Well, I mean, well, I think I think we just you... did a circle of uh, of the forwards that the Flames have currently, uh, plus a couple of possible additions. Um, it's been a it's been a fun conversation. I'm really looking forward to the season to start. Um, me too, and I'm and I'm really looking forward to uh, continuing to talk hockey with you, Dylan. It's been uh, it's been fun. I know we had a you know a number of weeks off during the during the off season. Came back for a couple of episodes every once in a while, but I'm excited to really get back into it. And uh, the know, weekly it. thing is going to be good, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, super excited about it. Yeah, we yeah. Sh- we should be doing uh, another episode in the next uh, handful of days. Uh, the same type of thing, but with the defensemen and goalies. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, Remember to check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and YouTube. Uh, Give us a like, smash the subscribe button, and uh, let us know what you think about the Flames Forward group in the comments. Well, Chris and Dylan, signing out. Cheers.